Thanks for tuning in to the Change Church Podcast. We believe change is more than a church. It's a culture. And we are living out our purpose so that others can find theirs. We hope that this message encourages and inspires you. Now, here's Pastor Elijah Hollis. This is a season of limitless. I don't know if you've heard yet. Have you heard the word? This is a season of limitless. There are no limits in this season. Isn't that exciting? I mean, think about what we're saying when we say that. You're stepping into a season where there's no boundaries or limits to what you can do. That's crazy talk. And maybe we're all crazy. And let's explain something real quick because stepping into the season is a little bit different, okay? Because this season is, is not like all the rest. There are some seasons, and we've, we've been through different seasons where we've been like engage your position, you know, and, and we went through a season of shout and claim where we're shouting and claiming the presence of God and, and what he has for us, all the riches that he has for us. And this season is a season of limitless, um, but the season of limitless takes intentionality on our parts, on our parts, in order to step into it properly. In order to accomplish this season, not only as a church, but you and your life and your job and your school and, and, your, and your family, in order to do it properly, we have to change us stepping into this new position. Um, when w- it's funny, every time it happens, but me and Ashley will do something and it'll be good, right? Like we'll, we'll sing or like I'll play an instrument or, or Ashley will like cook something different. And the kids, my kids are five and seven, but they'll come up and be like, oh my word, I didn't know you could do that. And they'll be shocked out of their minds. I'm looking, I'm like, you don't know nothing. Like your dad's the bomb.com and he married Miss Bomb.com. So like we a thing. And you just realizing it. But sometimes we can approach our relationship with God not knowing all that he has. And when he does something out of the ordinary, we're like, wow, I didn't know you could do that. Now, did that change who God was? No, has nothing to do with the power and the presence of God, has everything to do with how we perceive him and what we step into because he's all-powerful, almighty God. He's been that from the beginning. He's on the move. And this isn't a season I want to explain too. This isn't a season we're stepping into where all of a sudden God's moving. Oh, he just woke up. After thousands of years, now he's limitless. Let me just explain something. God's always been limitless. He will always be limitless. What changes is our perspective of him and what we see him do through and in our lives. That's what changes. My kids, they're like, Dad, I didn't know you were going to holla, I'm like, you've been living for like seven years. Like, you, you got a lot to learn. You got a lot to learn. <laughs> Your dad's awesome, and you need to learn that. Um, but it has nothing to do with, with my ability changing. It has everything to do with my son's ability to see what I can do. And so this season of Limitless is all about us being intentional. It's all about us being intentional with our steps and with our decisions. Okay? You can be super intentional with what you do and what you say and all the decisions you're making right now. You have to be intentional in order to step into this new season of grabbing on to everything that God has. Now, you know, there's, there's different limits and all. And, but first off, let me, let me just say, today is tie-dye day. I don't know if you've heard, but today is tie-dye day. And me and my kids were wearing tie-dye. You'll notice they're wearing tie-dye too. So if you want to find out who my kids are, just find the tie-dye kids. Um, 
But what happened is they, were, they had this idea. They wanted tie-dye shirts and all, and I was like, that's awesome. Tie-dye my shirt. I got this nasty white shirt that's turned kind of yellow. You have, you know what I'm saying? You have those shirts that are like they're brilliant white, and you bleached them, and then they get to the point where bleach doesn't work, and it's like, what is on this thing? Like, this is a demon. <laughs> we need to pray over this shirt. Um, so I'm like, hey, the shirt's kind of at its end. So I gave it to him like, hey, have fun with it. Do whatever you want. And I wonder if we approach this season like that, of just saying, God, listen, we're bringing something that's kind of like used and abused. And we know we have a lot of things going on in our life that are gross and bleach doesn't work. We've tried everything to kind of make it work. But now it's come to that point where it's unusable. But in the hands of God, he can make a masterpiece. And they brought me back the shirt. And I'm like, this is dope. I like this shirt. Like, I'm not going to wear this. Um, and I wonder if we approach that season as just saying, God, we trust you. We love you. The season of limitless is going to be scary. Okay, let's just put that out there as a disclaimer. Stepping into the unknown is not comfortable. Stepping out of your comfort zone and what you've um, given generously, what you've invited and brought people to the presence of God, and what you've done for him and prayed audacious prayers, those kind of things are out of our comfort zone. So they're not like, oh, yeah, walk in the park, limitless. This is going to be great. It's going to be that season of like, wow. But there's going to be a lot of times where we're going to look at each other and say, wow, look at what God's doing. Look at what he's doing in our lives and look at what he's doing through our lives. It's amazing what will happen when we open our eyes to see what God can do. Amen? But in order to fully embrace the season of Limitless, we have to be intentional about our steps. So if you're taking notes, and I hope you are, because we're forgetful beings, so we need to write things down. We write things down, by the way, to have a journey and to learn lessons so that we don't repeat and learn lessons over and over and over and over again. Because God has a level that he wants to get you to, and if you don't keep learning your lessons, you're not going to get there. You're just going to keep around right here, you know? And so write things down. Learn and look back and say, oh, wow, look what God spoke to me, and look what God's speaking to me, and look what God's going to speak, right? And move up that level. Um, but write this, write down, we have to be intentional, so you can make it personal, say, I need to be intentional with my steps and my decisions. That's huge. Being intentional in this season of what you will step into and what decisions you're going to make. There's going to be a lot of opportunities that God will bring you, because when you start praying dangerous prayers, God starts bringing dangerous opportunities. You know, how many believe that God answers prayer, Right? He answers prayer. I believe that from a young age, I saw the hand of God work and move through my life and through others around me. And so I believe in the power of prayer. So when I pray prayers like, God, give me an opportunity today to reach out to somebody that needs you, I believe he's going to answer me and give me those opportunities. So we're going to have a lot of opportunities that come up and come into our way as we start to pray these prayers of God, take the boundaries off, take the limits off. Let us step into this new life of, of coming alive in you and letting your purpose reign supreme let us see your hand like we've never seen it before, because that's the limitless, right? That's taking it beyond what we know. And, and I believe that we're truly going to have that decision of saying we have to be intentional about making a decision to step into this. Peter had to make that decision to step out of the boat, you know. He had, he had to make that decision. It wasn't just like it happened. It, like he had to decide, God, I'm all in. And so can we do that? Just, just have that attitude right off the bat and say, God, we want to be intentional with the season, and we're going to take ownership of what you've spoken over us. You know, we're taking ownership over the season of limitless. Your steps always take you to where you're going. 
That's profound. You need to write that down. That's so profound. Your steps always take you to where you're going. That's why we're intentional about our steps. Because every step we take, whether it's towards God or away from him or stagnant, is taking us in a direction. So we have to be intentional about saying, God, we're moving towards you. That's why we set our alarm a little bit earlier so we can get in your presence. It's because I want to take a step towards you. I can't expect limitless life and do the same things I've always done. That's foolishness. In fact, that's insanity. Doing the same thing, expecting different results. That's insanity. In order to gain that limitless life in Jesus and then gain that limitless uh, provision of what he's doing in our finances and our careers and our jobs and our prayers as we pray for miracles to happen, if we truly want that, we have to take steps towards the one who is limitless, right? We have to make those steps. Uh, I wanted to get buff when I was younger. I wanted to get swole. And so I decided that I was going to make those steps to do that. Now, I was a very skinny child, still am, um, but very, very skinny child growing up. And so it was hard for me, like, to gain weight or anything. I actually had to gain anything, like, forget weight, just, like, gain anything. And so um, I remember I bought weights. It was my first set of weights, and they were 10-pounders. And I felt swole already. And just looking at the weights, I was like, I'm going to get so buff and so ripped. And so I worked out every day. I was intentional. I was just like, all right, I'm going to set aside. I think it was 30 minutes at the time. I was like 12 years old. Um, so, you know, the little, uh, the little uh, fake hump that comes up in the muscle, you know, when you're like, and it's like, tweak. <laughs> you know, that's what happened for a little bit. And then when I got in my teenage years, I started, I started really getting serious and saying, all right, I'm going to add some protein to this thing. I'm going to work out an hour a day. I'm going to get, uh, you know, some magazines and stuff that teach me the, the workouts and techniques and stuff I need to know. I was intentional because I wanted results. I wanted those results so bad, I, want, I had to put plate things in place in order to get to what I wanted. Let me tell you, if you want a season of limitless, you want God to move you without limits, you have to be intentional. You have to put things in place to say, God, I want you bad. This season, I'm going to be intentional. You know, and I, and I encourage you, get that prayer time with God that's so deep that you start to hear his voice for you. And you're not depending on a podcast or a YouTube video or coming to church to hear a sermon or whatever. You know, these are great times where we celebrate what God's doing. But don't depend on it for your feeding. Get in his presence. Bring him in close and say, God, I want to hear you. And even if I have to spend some time just sitting in silence and saying, God, I'm going to wait for you, right? I'm going to wait, 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 wait it out. But we're intentional about saying, God, we want to hear you. But we serve a limitless God. And once we understand this, is that the limits aren't from God. He's always been limitless. But literally, we create the limits. Look at your neighbor. Say, stop creating limits. Yeah, tell him like it's serious. It's a big deal. You've been creating limits all your life. Stop it. <laughs> I'm totally being sarcastic because it's hard to stop. It's, it's very hard to stop. Because every relationship we get into that fails, all of a sudden we create limits around our heart of how much love we can give away. Because that relationship with Sal, because she was crazy. And he was like, what? What did he want? He was like thinking something else, and we were going on the wrong way. How many single people do I have in the place? Lots of single people. Raise your hand so all the other singles can see you. <laughs> Don't be dumb. 
Own the moment. That's work in your window right there. I'm single. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Take every opportunity. Get yourself out there. But all you see people, you're looking for somebody, get a relationship. What happens? You know, chemistry is flying at first. Maybe some you find out some things and you're like, ooh, oh my word, do you hide bodies in a barn somewhere? Like crazy person, right? Um, how many dated somebody like that? You know, I dated people like that. And you leave the relationship now having limits. So in the next relationship, you come in and you say, all right, I can only love you this much until we break those boundaries and get closer because I've already experienced crazy and I can't experience it again. Or you've had a failure. You know, you tried something new and you failed. All of a sudden, limits on trying something new. And you live your entire life with boundaries. And we, we do this without even thinking. It's it's, uh, it's something that's natural for us humans is to, you know, survival mode. You know, we, we want to survive. So we create these limits. But it has nothing to do with the new relationship you're getting into. It has everything to do with your past. It has nothing to do with the, the new things that you're going to try. It has everything to do with the past things that you tried and failed at. So this new season has nothing to do with God and who he is and everything. It has everything to do with the limits that you've placed around your life. And we're going to talk about this in weeks to come. This se- I'm so pumped about this series because we're going to talk through, how do we get rid of these limits? What are some practical ways that we can get rid of these limits so that we can experience God in a real, real way? Because I, I, I 100% agree, uh, uh, believe that today God wants to move in such a way that blows our mind, but I truly believe the biggest barrier is us. And I'm just being real. I'm being transparent with you because, like, I feel like the biggest things that's holding me back from being all that God wants me to be is me. Because I got some fears. I got doubts. I got past things that I'm thinking about constantly. When I come into Jesus and he's calling me to do all these things, I'm like, what would you say? Come again? Like, you talking to me? And so we have to realize, number one, like, the limits come from us. We create limits. We create limits. In Psalm 147, verse 5, says, our Lord is great. This is a great scripture to write down, by the way, and just have as a truth that you read over and over and over again. I'm reading out of the message translation, but all the translations are good. But It says, our Lord is great with limitless strength. Our Lord is great with limitless strength. In fact, it says, we'll never comprehend what he knows and does what? That's like mind blown. I don't like to think about those kind of things, right? Because it's like, I'll never know the greatness of God, the greatness of his thoughts, the greatness of what he does and can do. Like what? We can't even comprehend it. But he's a limitless God. So knowing that truth right off the bat, you know, all right, there's some things in me I got to work out. But once I step into who God is, there's no limits. No limits to what I can pray. No limits to what I can believe for. No limits to what I can give and have that favor factor in my life. No limits. As we step into this season, we know God is a limitless God with limitless strength. Everybody say that. My God has no limits, right? Say that to yourself so you know. My God has no limits. I have the limits, but he does not. And sometimes we place our limits on God, like, I don't know if God can handle that, or why would God do that? Or, and we create these human limits around our God when God is God, limitless strength, limitless thoughts. 
and we can't even comprehend what he has. In Psalm 103, verse 19, another good one, it says, The Lord has established his throne in heaven, and his kingdom rules over all. That's a great picture, because you have God the Father, you know, the Lord Almighty, Lord of Lords, King of Kings, Lord of all, right? And he's sitting on his throne in heaven. He's established his throne in heaven above all. But his dominion doesn't stop in heaven. His dominion is over all. That's great news because no matter where we go, his dominion is there, ruling and reigning supreme. So everywhere we go, every, every dark place that we head to, every down spot that we feel like, oh, man, this is so hard, God's rule is there. His dominion rules over all. That's good news. So what is a limit? A limit, in the dictionary, is a restriction on the size or amount of something permissible or possible. It's something that restricts, something that stops. When you have a limit on something, it stops something from happening. So we have two types of limits, and you might want to write these down. These are good stuff, but like we have good limits and we have bad limits. So the good limits can be like the speed limit, okay? That's a good limit. They're limits that keep us from experiencing something bad, okay? Good limits are something that uh, keeps us from experiencing something bad. So it's like the speed limit. The law, that's a good limit. Don't kill people. That's a very good limit for all of us, right? Might want to choke somebody, but don't kill them. Um, God's word has a ton of good limits in there to keep us from experiencing something bad, you know? Uh, weight limits. When you get on an elevator, how many are thankful for the weight limits? We don't want to ride Tower of Terror every time we're going to work. You know what Tower of Terror is? Where the elevator falls to the ground? Yeah, scary, okay? So let's keep under the weight limit, right? You ever do that check when you get in there? And you're looking around, you're like, well, I don't know, 2,500 pounds. Sometimes it goes to the head. Uh, you know, and one of the good limits is the limit on the hot tub. Now, as a kid, I never understood this because I was like, what? 16 years old to get in a hot tub? Like, that ain't right, right? And I, I couldn't figure it out. But it's for the kids' hearts, right? So they don't experience something bad. In fact, we were talking the other day, and my kids were like, why can't we have caffeine? I was like, because your heart's going to pop. And they were like, what? <laughs> the sign, he couldn't figure it out. He's like, wait, pop? Dad, how does that happen? I was like, okay, it doesn't pop, but it'll stop. Like, you'll die. So no, no caffeine. <laughs> Anyways, we had a little science lesson because we're homeschooling now. So... <laughs> Lord, help my kids when I'm in charge. But they're, they're good limits to keep us from experiencing something bad. So those good limits are good things to have in place. There's also bad limits, and these are the limits that keep us from experiencing something great. They're the bad limits. They're the things we put on ourselves a lot of times. They're fear. That's a limit. Fear of the unknown. The fear of failing. Fear of loving. You know, it's that fear. Uh, doubt, that's a big one. Doubt, it's that limit of saying, I don't know. I mean, you remember what happened last time? I don't know. I've never seen God. Have you seen or heard God? I don't know. It's that doubt. It's that, it's that limit. Uh, indecision, this is a big one, especially if you're an indecisive, uh, like a procrastinator. How many procrastinators do I have in the building? 
Come on. Don't procrastinate your answer. Put it out there. Sometimes we, we, we treat things with such procrastination, and we just blame it on, oh, I just need to pray about it. I really need to spend some time thinking and praying, maybe a month-long fast, something like that. It's like, man, there are times to pray, and there are times to move. There are times to, to sow seed, and there's time to harvest, right? There's times where you need to, to seek God for an answer and do things, but there's other times you need to make a decision. You need to step out. You need to do it. Because you're going to miss out on what God has for you because you're procrastinating. And he has such an amazing purpose for you to step into. But you're like, God, I, I, I don't know. I mean, what if and all these questions. And it's a limit. Indecisiveness. It's indecision. It's a limit we place on ourselves. Uh, ignorance is a big limit. Some of us love ignorance. In fact, we, we claim that quote as our life quote, ignorance is bliss. You know, we're like, if we don't know, we love life. You know, that's a great place to be. Like, just don't tell us. We don't even need to know. There's a lot of things we stay not knowing about God, about who he is, about what he can accomplish because we haven't experienced it or we haven't, like, gotten outside of our comfort zone and tried it. And so we just live in ignorance. Well, I don't know. I've never done that. And so it's a limit. It limits us. Um, the, the last one I put down is uh, complacency. You're normal. So it's always been this way. Well, I've always loved her like that. I've always done life like that. I've always done work like that. Like my mom and dad always did that. And I don't know why I'm in a country accent. But, you know, you have this always mentality of like it's always been like that, complacency. I've always served God like that. I've always gone to church once a month. I've always given that much money. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just that I've never served or I've never. It's that complacency of staying where you are. And I, I'm going to challenge you. And I'm going to push us a little bit, like, in this season, do something you've never done before. Pray prayers you've never prayed before. Prayers that scare you if they don't get answered. Audacious prayers. Like, God, we're going to believe you for a miracle. You're going to do it here and now. Let's pray right now. And you're thinking to yourself, oh, dear Lord, show up. Because I'm going to look like an idiot if you don't show up. How many have prayed those prayers? Like, audacious prayers, you're like, oh, Lord, you're going to have to get involved here. But we're stepping into a season of limitless, and it's us being intentional about grabbing onto the greatness of God and bringing it into our lives. Are you ready for that? Are you ready for stepping into that in your life? Come on. I am. I'm super pumped. We've been talking about this. This is, this is a huge thing that you need to work through in your life, is answering the question, what are my limits? What are my limits? And maybe you need to write that down. We need to work through this and this today and maybe this week and all throughout the season. You just need to ask yourself, hey, God, show me. What are my limits? What are the things that I've limited you in? That as I try to step into my calling and I don't understand, I'm frustrated because nothing's happening like I thought it would. And, and if you really step back and take a look, God can show you the places that you've actually put barriers around and hit up against limits because of what you've brought into the relationship. Maybe it has nothing to do with, with this whole Christianity thing. Maybe it has everything to do with the past that you're bringing into it. Did you know God didn't save us to keep us safe? Did you know that? We just started homeschool and cyber school. So what you do is when you fill out the forms or whatever and you enroll, they send you all these boxes in the mail. So we've been getting boxes for 
for a couple weeks now, and all the boxes come in. They're computers and printers and, and all the books we need and all the materials and all these shaker things for music class and tubes for science and all that stuff. It's like super cool, super cool. The kids are pumped. It's like Christmas, you know? It's like Amazon Day. I love Amazon Day. You have Amazon Day at your house? Man, Amazon shows up. It's like, hallelujah, Christmas time. Like, I think Amazon puts something in their boxes. It's just, I'm pumped about it every time. But the kids, they love it. And it's everything we need to accomplish what we want to get into. We want to learn. We want to grow. So we enrolled, and they gave us everything. That's how the relationship with God is, is when we enroll in this life and say, God, we want all that you have for us. We want to step into this life of unknown, into the supernatural, into the life where you are breaking off our limits. When you do that, all of a sudden, all these boxes start showing up, right? And you start opening them up. You're like, oh, I needed that faith today. Oh, my word, I needed that peace I didn't have that peace. In fact, stepping in water, stepping on water, and, and like Peter, I can't imagine those first couple steps, right, as he's stepping on the unknown. I'm sure it's shaky, it's scary. He's looking back saying, look how comfy it is in the boat. But keep my eyes on Jesus. And Jesus shows up in the nick of time of when we need him, when we need him, with everything that we need. So I want to encourage you, as you step into the season of limitless, it might be a little scary. It might be a season where the unknown feels uncomfortable. But to know, when you trust in Jesus, when you place your life in him, he gives you everything you need. He says, today I know you're down. Here's some peace. And that's why we're intentional about getting in his presence and getting all that he has for us. Because when we increase our faith, we increase what's possible. Right? Right? When we increase our faith, we increase what's possible. I want to look at uh, one more scripture, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. And it says, No one's ever seen or heard anything like this, never so much as imagined anything quite like it. What God has arranged for those who love them. No one can comprehend all the things that God has arranged. Can I tell you, God is arranging things for your future. In fact, he's already arranged things for your future. He's already put things in place for you. He cares about you so much. He loves you so much. He wants the best for you. In fact, the Bible even says he directs your path of those who are called according to his purposes, those who love him and serve him. He directs their path. He makes their path to where they don't slip and fall, but they stay constant. And that's why. In this season, we have to get intentional about getting with our Father. We have to get with Him. And you know what happens when you get with Him? You start looking like Him. You start serving like Him. You start giving like Him. You start loving like Him, forgiving like Him. And when He's on the cross, broken and bruised, and people beat Him and spit on Him and are cursing Him, He's forgiven Him. And when you start hanging out with your Father, you start looking like that. It goes beyond just going to church and being a Christian. There are some things we do not do as Christians. Sometimes we get caught up in such a funny mentality. It's like that's not what Jesus came to save us for. It's not to keep you from and be a Christian and go to a certain club. Those things are great. But God saved you and he broke into your heart so he could break out of you. You didn't stay safe, but you live this life of adventure, this wild life of Christianity. Christians who say they're bored, I'm like, you're not doing it right. Christianity is scary as poop. 
<laughs> okay? Poop can be scary. Christianity is a wild ride. And when Jesus calls you to do things that are outside of your comfort zone, it ain't boring. It's like you're, you have goosebumps, you're cold sweats. You're like, oh, my word. God's calling you to something that's going to scare the jazz out of you. But what we do is we are intentional about getting with him because when we're with him, we start looking like him, we start speaking like him, and we start having no limits like him. Me and my wife, we start talking like each other because we're around each other a lot. And now I start saying super cool. Everything's super cool. And oh my word, if you hang out with Ashley at all, you'll start saying that. Oh my word. That's crazy. I never said that before her. Now I say it all the time. Because I'm with her, I start speaking like her. Can I encourage you? Get with the Father so you start talking like him. You start thinking like him. You start walking like him. And everywhere you go, you start loving people. They're like, what? What is that? You're like, that's my father. I'm just hanging out with him. You start serving. They're like, whoa, you're giving so. Yeah, it's, my, it's what my dad does. Like he does it all the time. Bro, I'm so. Oh, listen, I totally understand if you don't forgive me. No, 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 brother. I, I forgive you. What? Yeah, that's what my dad does, right? And your family starts asking, we're given what? How many zeros are on that check? Yeah, it, it's what my dad does. He gave sacrificially. Like, it's just a thing. It's the life of no limits. It's not coming into this with boundaries. It's hanging out with our father saying, you're the limitless God with limitless strength. We want to be like that. So that when we go into the world, they look at us and say, what the jazz is going on with them? And we start saying, hey, it's just our father. We're the limitless generation. We're the generation with no limits. We're stepping outside our comfort zone. But it's making that declaration. And maybe we need to make that today. Just saying, hey, God, I'm in. I want to live this life of no limits. I want to step into this new life of saying, God, I want to step out of the com my comfort zone. I want to get with you. I want to hear you more than I've ever heard you before. I want to do more intentionally than I ever have before. If that's you, would you join me? Just stand up. Say, Elijah, I'm in. Limitless, man. This is my season. This is my season. I'm ready to step into that unknown. Step out of the boat of comfort. Step into the boat of uncomfortable. Come on. We're going to step in. And let's pray today. Can we make a, a prayer today? I want to I just put this all across the room. If you have some boundaries and limits that, that you know you have, can you just lift those up to Jesus right now? Just before we even start this season, say, God, I give you my limits. Won't you take off those fears, those doubts, those insecurities, those indecisive decisions I'm trying to make, those complacency, that complacency that I've stayed in for so long. God, I lift it up to you. I want to break those chains so I can walk into my future with no limits, no boundaries, because you don't have any boundaries, and I don't want any either. Come on, let's raise our hands and just give him that today. At Change Church, we believe in doing life together. If you want to connect with us, you can visit us online at thisischange.org or any social media platform at thisischangephl. Thanks for joining us, and have an amazing week.